Top five at five. President Biden says up to 180 million barrels of crude oil will be released per day starting in May from the nation's emergency crude stockpile. It's to ease rising prices at the pumps. $113,000 in fines for former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee. It's related to the Steele dossier, which attempted to connect rival Donald Trump to Russia. Crime soaring in the New York City transit system. Subway crimes up 75 percent despite anti-crime efforts. A Republican New York state judge has ordered that congressional and legislative maps redrawn by Democrats are unconstitutional and must be redrawn. TMZ reports the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences allegedly lied about the slap herd around the world. Here's your top five at five. President Biden will tap up to 180 million barrels per day of crude oil from the Federal Strategic Petroleum Reserves. The move designed to drive down energy prices and record high inflation under Biden. The president making the announcement at the White House. And provide historic amount of supply for a historic amount of time, a six-month bridge to the fall. And we'll use the revenue from selling the oil now to restock the Strategic Petroleum Reserve when prices are lower. So we'll be ready. We'll be ready for future emergencies. Tap into the nation's emergency crude oil reserves. The president also announced he's invoking the Defense Production Act. It's a Korean War-era national security law. It allows the U.S. to boost domestic output of minerals used in batteries for electric vehicles and other clean energy technology. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign and the DNC have agreed to pay $113,000 in fines. It's to settle a Federal Election Commission investigation into whether the campaign violated campaign finance laws over opposition research on rival presidential candidate Donald Trump. Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch weighs in on Newsmax. They didn't settle it lightly, and it, and it further adds fuel to the fire that there was criminal misconduct targeting Trump. Here you had uh, lies related to the spending of money, uh, and it was designed to disguise uh, the origins of the dossier. It's clear. And the question is, is Durham going to follow up on this? Attorney Dan Backer filed the lawsuit for a conservative group in 2018. He accused the DNC and the Clinton campaign of illegally concealing efforts to fund the so-called Steele dossier. Last week, Trump sued Clinton and several other Democrats, alleging they tried to rig the 2016 presidential election by tying his campaign to Russia. Neither the DNC nor Clinton have responded to this settlement. The Washington Examiner first reported the settlement, which Backer posted to the Coolidge Reagan Foundation website. Subway crime continues to surge in New York City. The latest stats find it's up 75 percent compared to this time last year with passengers fearing for their safety. The MTA insists progress is being made, though. Here's former NYPD Transit Chief Joseph Fox on ABC7. Two percent of the crime in the city is in the transit system. So why so much attention to the transit system? Because like parks and gardens, it's, it's someplace where we have a higher expectation of safety, especially because you're closed in down here. 
So if, if people don't feel safe in the subways, that bad feeling is compounded by the fact that you feel you have nowhere to go. The latest attacks include an anti-gay attack and the slashing of a retired New York City police officer. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has rolled out a crime prevention plan to combat transit crime. Officials say in the past month, 312 homeless people have been moved out of the system. 1,200 summonses have been issued for quality of life issues. A Republican judge has ordered New York's Democrat-controlled legislature to redraw the state's congressional and legislative districts after finding they were unconstitutional. Judge Patrick McAllister said Thursday, ruling that the maps were gerrymandered to benefit Democrats. Republican New York State Senator Sue Serino speaking during a meeting at the State House. This is a sad day for democracy in New York. These maps have been blatantly gerrymandered to benefit the majority party at the state and the federal levels. And as a result, they completely disregard the will of the people of New York who voted overwhelmingly in support of an independent redistricting process. The judge ordered congressional and legislative districts to be redrawn. The maps represent bipartisan support. The judge gave lawmakers till April 11th to redraw these maps so they can actually reflect bipartisan support. And if not, he said, he will order the state to pay for a court-approved expert to redraw these maps. Democratic New York Governor Kathy Hochul and State Attorney General Letitia James said the state will appeal the ruling. Well, according to a new report, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is not telling the whole truth about its role in the slap heard around the world. Hours after the incident, the Academy claimed it asked actor Will Smith to leave the 2022 Oscars, but said he refused after going on stage and slapping comedian Chris Rock for making a joke about Smith's wife. TMZ sources claimed Thursday that a consensus was never actually reached because officials were split about how to handle the situation. Will Packer is a producer for the Oscars. Here he is on ABC Network News. This is battery was the word they used in that moment. They said, uh, we will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. You have, they were laying out the options. The Academy held a meeting on Tuesday as it investigates this. In a statement, the Academy said it will reconvene April 18th to decide on disciplinary action.